0: Now live on FXBGPublicRadio.com and new iTunes app. This is Below the Deck.
1: Below the Deck.
0: With Nick. On FXBGPublicRadio. FXBGPublicRadio. FXBGPublicRadio.com Ladies and gentlemen,
1: this is another
0: episode of Below the Deck on FXBGPublicRadio.com. I'm Nick, as always, your host. Tonight, we have um, special guest uh, Alicia Nicole. She'll be calling in a little bit later. Um, we're going to go over some other stuff right now. Oh, sorry, reading stuff. You know, this is a live show, as always. Oh, make sure you guys go over, in case you miss it live, go over to the U, um, to the iTunes or the... Um, google podcast and make sure you got subscribed to below the deck over there but before a guest comes in tonight i'm gonna turn my music down so i'm not just blasting it out here um i do want to play another song we want to get into something uh while we wait for our guest we want to get a special little preview of a song here from your boy busy he hasn't been on the program in a while but he has been working. So I'm gonna play the song for you guys right now from Busy B. Make sure you guys check him out on his um Facebook and all this stuff. It's um FXBGpublicradio.com below the deck. Light. That's me. I hit the other button. Our guest is trying to contact me, and I I hit the button. This is as I was gonna say this is a live show. I'll holding these little controls over here. We get somebody else to do this one day, but until then, this is busy. We starting this over. We like, will figure out what the guest is doing yeah. after the song. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Ma 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 na Ma ma Tell myself not to do it let like, fuck, i ain't about it. No, I ain't playing this game. No, I ain't the to ballot, but I'm finna splat in your brains and make it rain in your palace. Let bodies pile on the cadence. You bite, no more, allow loud. Kill it slow on the flow. They flexing up on his face. Like I faded myself again on that pillow. Kiss deprivation, they petted, petted, pretentious. I'm bigger, better. did I mention these simple matters we have? And it's just the reality critics. They ain't witnessed it yet. Slide the to your neck. Cause I go, bobby you winning like shit. Give it disrespect. So use a new one, a problem like me. Ay, Cause guess I gotta show what we knew about it. Ay, not God damn, defying the guys plans. Already steady my hands, be trying to keep the handle heavy. Uh oh, what did you know? Little broke story. be totally child put on the pressure. It's time to lighten the load. Clever enough, no play on the chessboard. You should go for your chest, catch more than that chest coat. But oh, why ain't feelin' so well? Like how we live in the hell. I got nothing to prove, think I ain't gonna prevail Been way too humble, and modest, back to office careers, but to be honest, I'm soon to honest i harvest your greatest fears, greatest honor Be set by a grand design of my own, give me room pretty soon, I same my place in the throne, guessing I need a queen to go with all and everything, and I go PD on the proper Oh, they don't want it from me, oh, they don't want it at all, cocky flow with a jaw, the only reason I came is so I could get rid of y'all Been wanting someone to blame, who better that than the king, whoever acting a fine, I take the pile out of the game, equip the mark on the scheme, I pick talk target, the name. walk Picking apart the picture, I give something to frame. I meant it when I set it, don't attempt it. You'll regret it, but you blew it, you don't get it, cause you're stupid and pathetic. Plus, I'm better, but you petty little gimmicks, not to mention in a minute. I'm showing where it's headed, and I'm a dead. I don't even want the credit, guess it wasn't my intent. Cause when I made it for the record, it was only to prevent the recognition to be given to the snakes without consent. So, who the fuck are y'all permission to be all up on my dick? Tell it, relish, circumvent, with feelings of discontent. Enveloped by them dwellers, we're too jealous to admit. Leave headed by that they don't even know exists. So, ignorance, with the claiming, what pertain claimin', to my bliss. Pennywise, with these designs for compassion. to So, but why, for the slot has been provided with a tip. Otherwise, I'll convince, please advise. Take it, no surprise, recognize, never prize, me a besides, Emphasizing the event, giving the eyes up against but miss the ghost. Serpents pretending to fill them with confidence, but they nervous and competent. And I'm verbally on the fence, so it's certain level little birdies is serving in common sense. Concerned about what it means to be worthy, give a contempt. I'm reverted, feeling resent, be a reoccurring in attempts. And I hear you fucking defeat, it's from pussy, fucking the beat. If them bitches don't know, squat to the game, me? What no girl, I mean? Don't get this giant goat with a giant, they won't. Sell a titan, get a knife, and start a driving down your throats. And a fork on a ghost, or the chopper do the most. You just need a solution, bro. The problem will approach. I wonder what they gon' say. Tell me what they gon' say. When I finally make a move, now they telling me how to play. When i come coming with all the rules and I'm breaking what I say. Ain't nothing they won't do when it comes to pulling the
0: on the sure. oh. no Hello? hey alicia hi
1: how are you
0: hey good uh we missed your call we were calling back we were playing a song um but uh ladies and gentlemen let's welcome alicia nicole to the show let's get some claps hi. on she's an actress and a singer and dancer correct
1: that is correct
0: just, and you're um based out of South Carolina. Is that um as I see here on your on my paperwork? Yep.
1: Small town, McCormick, South Carolina.
0: <laughs> oh wow, yeah, we're from a small town in Virginia too. That's so that's why we're in Fredericksburg, Virginia, out here. So we just wanted to let people know who uh, from out here. Um, so Lisa Cole, and for people who don't know you, can you give a, a small rundown of just kind of what you do? We know you're an actress and in a. In a In a model, you do some screenplays and things, but just can you give kind of an oversight of how you kind of explain yourself as an artist?
1: Okay, well, um, for starters, as an artist, I definitely would have started with music, if I have to explain it. Um, My passion is singing. So I've always wanted to sing, and that's where the name Alicia Nicole came from. But then I was presented with the opportunity to be in a stage play um, Inside My Marriage by Nicole Miller, and it turned out to be a huge hit. And from that point, you know, you've just been... I've been receiving opportunities just from that particular event. And also, um, I'm a worship leader. You know, I love God. I always put God first. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. So I'm over the youth ministry in my church. And every year I put on an event called, um, the one accord youth explosion. Okay. And so that's something that I've had under my belt for the last two years. Well, this year made the third year. Um, I love to dance. I also praise dance. Um, modeling is something that I would like to get my hands wet in, if you know
0: what I mean. Right.
1: Um, but other than that, I mean, I'm just your average, your average girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> After all that, the average, yes, yes, all, all the all the exquisites, and then just the average girl. Uh, just ignore all the other traits, but. So it says, though, you got started at a young age uh, in choirs where you learned that you like to sing at at the churches.
1: Yes, yes, that's where my passion came from. I joined a community choir um, as a teenager. And um, from that point forward, I would always be singing in talent shows and anything I could just, you know, express my talent and put my voice out there in. And as I got older, I decided to do R&B music, but things kind of switched when I matured a little bit i guess you right. could say, <laughs> say and um I've been doing gospel music but it's more of your r and b gospel um not so much of um I guess you would say contemporary well not contemporary but like um, quartet not that
0: <laughs> right no not that
1: type of gospel yeah to go, so um right. um still love to sing that's my passion that's what I'm striving for if nothing and, else that's where i'm when you're in at.
0: choir uh, how old were you when you started doing the choir stuff
1: i actually started at 13 um it was a little bit before then when i kind of was exposed to it but really passionate about it i was about 13 when i started in my choirs
0: and how long and it before was friendship you Friendship got... community
1: choir uh,
0: yes yeah friendship community choir I see that your mom was part of this i think it says influenced by no your... she wasn't in there oh the Okay. Now I'm just reading some. Okay. Now I see what it says now. Yeah, that's not. It says also. It says you don't like heavy rock or heavy metal. But um, well, that's. Hilarious that this is on your bio. Um, let me ask you a question then. You so say you started at 13. I was just reading, I was just reading more. You buy, I read this earlier, but that didn't stand out to me until just now because I would love to have more questions about that. I'm definitely about to make some up because this uh, honestly loves to sing all music, everything but heavy rock, heavy metal. So mostly likes to sing soulful and gospel music. So we're going to get into that. But, um, going back to the 13 year old starting at the choir, um, how long before? you got your first solo, before somebody kind of, or you realized, or somebody kind of realized like, hey, you are, you know, you have a voice like bigger than others because, you know, singing is, is something you kind of have to naturally have. You can be better at it always, but if you don't, if you can't sing, you can't learn how to sing.
1: That's true So Girl, you have I to have like that. The I, I've known people To learn how
0: to sing now <laughs> not, not Not like people Who can sing though Not like you know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying Like you. Know, okay you yeah I got you The I vocal you. range And like it's just something That some people have And some people don't Because you can You could have melody And not be able to have tune You know so it's two different things, being able to hit the ranges and just being able to use your voice that way. And some people are younger and they can hit different ranges because your voice hasn't got to its full potential. You know, as an adult, sometimes your voice changes even, you know, even in women too. Obviously in males. That's true. Where you're and like, mine hey, did, after fifteen. Yeah, so it changes and things, but when when did somebody finally kinda of point it out to you, like after being thirteen and you're starting in a choir with a group of people when they're like you should maybe do the solo. <laughs>
1: well, do you actually,
0: remember
1: <laughs> actually, I did my first solo when I was in elementary school. It was a teacher by the name of Miss Kaufman, and it was a Christmas program, uh, and the song was the first Noël. Oh yeah! And that was the first time she was somebody was like, "Oh my goodness, you have a beautiful voice!" <laughs> and I actually did my first solo then. But to really, really stand out, um, I did my second solo, I would say, in Friendship Community Choir. Um, Me and my best friend, her name was Shakita. We were both passionate about singing then. And so, yeah, it was then where I did my second one, I would say. But I was kind of young. I was about six (laughs) when I did my first solo.
0: Have you always felt comfortable with doing your singing in, in public? Because I know, like... Some of the kids, um, like my niece especially, like she'll do she learns all these dances and all this stuff, but if you put her in front of too many people, they get super shy all of a sudden, so it'll take her like a good 10, 15 minutes to like actually do. Yep. Did, you, did you feel like you, at a younger age you were just comfortable with being in front of people, or did you have to get yourself kind of like balanced or you know calmed down as a young, at a younger age?
1: Absolutely not comfortable. Um, I love to sing. I was a person that sung around the house and everywhere else would sing in school all the time, like going through the hallways. But when it came time to actually do it, I still to this day may get the little butterflies in my stomach.
0: Oh, yeah. That was my next question. I was going to say, do you you feel (laughs) better about it now? So, yeah, so you still get a little better Depending on the
1: circumstances, I still to this day get a little butterflies. You feel
0: more comfortable singing in church than on a stage, do you think?
1: I do. Um, but most of the time, depending on what I'm singing for determines my comfort level, because if I'm singing for something for that ministry, then I don't depend on me. So it's kind of easier to just say, okay, God, I need you to do what you're going to do because this is your thing and this is not my thing. So I need you to show up. Mm-hmm. But if it's something like a talent show or an audition, I'm also praying, but at the same time, of course, I'm like, okay, make sure you hit this note right, make sure you hit that right. note right. <laughs> you know? So, so this determines own head. what I'm, I'm sorry.
0: I say you're kind of in your own head with just making sure you get it, like just get it right.
1: Yeah. Versus, I guess you would say, yeah, in a church, it's more like, okay, this is ministry. It, it's not about being seen. It's not about hitting the right note. It's about just, you know, doing what you're supposed to be doing.
0: I think that's something good to think about, though, because if you think about it like that, if you if you keep that same mindset when you go to the talent shows, where it's still like, hey, it's in God's hands, and it's this this way, I think you you might still like you might feel a little bit more comfortable, because that's why at church you're like, hey, it's just a church, no one's judging me. You know, so then you're like, oh, if people are judging you. You're like, oh, you know, you're overthinking sometimes. <laughs> I think that's that's what I tell a lot of my artists out here. Like, yo, you're overthinking it because you think that people are watching you now. Like, people are always watching you every time you do it. It's the same. You know, people are always watching. you just like, these people are going to be able to, you know, they're going to pick a winner at the end. That's different. But you sing your same song either way. Um
1: that's a good nugget. <laughs> yeah.
0: But you know, that's what same song. Always. And you're you always, so that's you know. And that's right. And obviously guys gotta be in all of it if you you know, if you come from that side. But uh let's switch topics too and get back into so you do plays also.
1: That's correct. My very first play, Inside My Marriage, just took place this year, April the twenty sixth. Um, Nicole Miller, she was the writer. And Donald Gray was the um, director of the play and several cast members from Greenville, South Carolina and other traveling areas.
0: I believe that I may have had another guest on the show. Shout out Enterprise Management, also. You guys are you're on. Enterprise yes, Management.
1: Enterprise Management. Tony Nicole. Shout out yes. Tony.
0: Shout out JT, who books um, all of our great guests from out of town yes, and down there. Yes, and JT. I believe somebody has brought this this play up before, which I'm not sure who's in the cast. Also, um, happy birthday to Iconic, who's also on the Enterprise Management team. So everybody over there. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to everybody out there that's doing their thing at Enterprise. They got a great great cast out there and um yes yeah in that area but um so this what what was this play about you did it you said april 26th
1: yes that's correct
0: and what what was the play about
1: um the play was about real life issues inside my marriage was more than just about marriage um it dealt with inside the people's marriage but also inside you know, baby mama drama or inside trying to live that professional life and still trying to maintain a family or, you know, being in love and also trying to do the right thing by God, walking in the church ministry. So it kind of just hit every single area you can even think of. (laughs) Um, We had one guy who was a comedian. So that was him. He was really trying to live his life. And that was my husband in the play. Um, His name was Rodney. And he provided the finer things, but he was always gone. So, you know, of course, that caused an issue in the marriage. So that's yeah, that was that's a nice little role.
0: Yeah, that's real life in this industry. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was your role, then? I see you play... Um, what does it say, your character's name? Destiny. So hold on. Yes, Destiny. You play Destiny in this. Uh, so what was your role? then? Obviously, you're the wife of the comedian who was always gone, but what... Um, what kind of like struggle did it did, was it with did you have like the family issues or something like what was your character's background story?
1: Um, well, Stephanie was really just the humble type. She was calm, and of course, it was just her and Rodney and the kids, and always mother was involved in Stephanie's life mm-hmm. and I think Rodney really had a big issue with that and as far as him being on the road all the time he felt like as long as her mom was there he didn't you know right. <laughs> it was no big deal but then you know loneliness crept in and unfortunately Stephanie was an adulterer she she stepped out
0: oh. Ooh. I love yeah, Also, so that's how she played Here's something that I have to point out The passion and how you just explained the role Is how I know why you were really good at it Because you sounded like it was a real Like you were talking about a real story Like You're like listen <laughs> He ain't at home right now And then you know You're about to start cursing Then this month This to just come out here and do that I'm stepping out <laughs> You like wait a minute, but uh, it says um, you had some influences. Your influences are uh, Taraji P Henson, Angelina Jolie. Wow, those are some those are very different sides of spectrums. It says that you like the way that they inspire you. That they could just be good as actresses and not have to actually like uh, sell out to be in roles, kind of.
2: Well, yeah. It says
0: degrade their image to who they were and what they stood yeah. for. Yeah. So those are two of your influences. Who else um, do you think influenced you to get into? Because you said music is your number one. So what, what was your biggest influence to want to do some acting?
1: Honestly? Let me catch your name again. Let me make sure I got your name right.
0: I'm Nick. Nick. Or Nick. 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 It's, like... Yeah, it's only yeah, N-I-C-K. It's only...
1: N-I-C-K. Nick, if I have to be completely transparent with you, I never really thought about acting. Um, What happened was on a Thursday, um, a gentleman told me about the auditions, and they kind of drilled me and said, make sure you go. And then that Friday, I got another phone call saying, make sure you go. So Saturday, I was like, okay, I'm going to get up and check it out. And I just Got up, drove to Greenville, which is about almost two hours from where I am, and I found out I had the part.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so do you play so on... that's
1: kinda how it went. I don't I didn't really have a passion, but I've always liked to watch the actors as far as Taraji and Angelina. I like Angelina for her action. And Taraji was always just this down to earth like you know, she didn't try and put on, even though she was acting, it's like she didn't even try and put on for the camera. It was still her. If you see her in our interviews, it's right. just still her personality, even though. And then Angelina, she's still, she's like this real humble person, but she's like, she's my French real badass and everything that she's in. Oh, you can say whatever you want <laughs> And it's just awesome. So it's like if I could just be that type of actor now that I have my foot wet, mm-hmm. you know, that would be awesome.
0: Well that's my next question too is that now that you did it did you feel how comfortable did you feel with it did you feel like it was natural like something you should be doing or do you feel like you want to stick to the music or do you like you're like hey this is something I I'm actually like this seems like this might be my calling also
1: Totally both totally both. Um, learning the lines. In the beginning, I thought, how do people remember all of this?
0: Same as the But song. then
1: when I got into it and realized that it was more like a conversation and then actually reading the book, she she wrote a book about the play as well. Reading the book helped me get into character mode to really see what she was trying to do. And then when I got the script and actually had to remember the lines, it was like, okay, I know somebody who's been in this situation. I've been in a similar situation. Um, It it was like it was so relatable that it became easy to remember. Right. I think if it was something that I really wanted to try out of the box, I would definitely have to put forth more work. But this right here did come natural for me.
0: Do you think that you'd want to do uh, more on screen? Because, you know, obviously doing plays is... Definitely more difficult, um, I would say, I would assume, um, because it's directly in front of everybody. Right now, right here, we're doing our lines, this is it, there is no cut, there is no second take, like, you gotta do it right, right now, so do you think that that kind of prepared you more to want to do films, or do you feel comfortable in in that scenario where... Hey, maybe the pressure makes you makes you perform better because you're like, hey, I can't mess up. So it makes me it makes me know it more because uh, you don't want You know, you just want to have it right, and it has there is no second cuts on live performances.
1: Um, honestly, I guess I don't really. I'm not really sure yet. You haven't the, about it? <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure what I would be most comfortable with. I know that one thing that I will always try and remain humble about is sticking to roles that are close to my character until I'm developed enough to try something where, you know, it's just, oh, let's do a film and you got to be this type of person where I really need to practice, practice, practice to be that type of person. Right. Um. I would just be smart about the roles that I would pick that would make sure that I'm comfortable always, whether it was a film that was offered to me to do or whether it was another stage play. I would just make sure, even if I'm cast it for a role i'm not going to just pick a role that's not going to make me comfortable enough where i can be my natural self because stephanie was a piece of work and i knew exactly where stephanie came from <laughs> even though i didn't want to admit it because at the end of her story like she ended up with uh it was you gotta you gotta see the play right. <laughs> I say, don't way. give it away yet but,
0: no alerts.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah but it, it just it, she and then he still loved her in the end. He still oh, loved wow. her, but it was just crazy. Best so, you know, I could understand the role and you just got to make sure you're comfortable with the character that you're put with. Don't just allow someone, and that's one, something I'm staying humble to, as I said before. I'm just going to make sure I'm comfortable with whatever role I'm chosen for, whether it's film or stage play. Mm-hmm. And as long as I do that... I think I'm good to go, cause baby, I got this thing in the bag. Learning those lines is nothing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let me ask you a question about that too. Because you have the the um, the gospel background and things with the singing, do you? How much do you get into comedy roles? Do you do you stay away from comedy and stuff where you're like, I don't want to play an inappropriate character, even though like, you know, like with the Kevin Hart and. Um, Tiffany Haddish, where they do the, the night school and stuff like that, where you're like, I got to play a kind of, like, it's a character, where you're like, it's gonna inappropriate. It's not, like, over the line, but still it's not, like, you know, it's not church. You know, like, you wouldn't show that movie at your church.
1: Okay. Do you feel um, like you well, would I be? Think... Go ahead, sorry. I think I would try it, as right. long as it's not provocative or, you know, degrading the man or the woman you know what i'm saying are just literally taking some negative shots at something in particular whether a group or a religion or no it's, or yeah. you
0: know a, as long as there's
1: nothing like that i would try it because i have a sense of humor
0: right so, i like to
1: laugh i mean i believe in just living so
0: yeah because that's why I, I always ask the people because we do a lot of we have a lot of uh, different artists that come on that do the Hip guys, they're like the uh, the rap gospel artists where they're doing the hip hop music and stuff with that. But I'm still like, I'm like, do you guys, you know, would you dabble into it? like? Because there's a lot of stuff that kind of with the joking side, especially with with acting, is like some mm-hmm. of the stuff where you're like, now people are just like so in into this part where you're like, I have to stick to my. My one thing, because if I do something weird or something that I think is outside of the box, everybody's gonna come down on me very hard. You know where? Oh, they, you said it perfectly. And you said perfectly.
1: That, that outside of the box. Yeah, that is exactly it scares where I am.
0: Right. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, that's what I was wondering because it kind of you know people get scared nowadays. They're like, nope. I do my thing, this is what I do. I have my people and I stay here because if I don't, you know, every people might come down on me the wrong way or say, Oh, this is not how you were or whatever. And it's it. I was nope. like there's a range I think that you find in actors and in things and people that really actually have longevity in, in the industry, which is they have marketability in, in everything. Where you're kinda like, you do goofy stuff but they also do serious stuff mm-hmm. you know and i think like eddie murphy's one of those people too where he's like he does kid movies which you're like if you ever listen to some of his stand-up you're like well like that is not something you would ever let a kid listen to but exactly he's got the thing that you're like that's the 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 range i think people are scared to to push that range but i think the people that are pushing it are actually the most successful people right now like that are doing it even like with the kevin hart we're really, like they're doing the voiceovers for characters on cartoon movies. And they're still yep. doing the other movie about like making fun you know, making a joke about somebody being old and, and uneducated, which is you know, it was a joke, but you know Yeah. That was yeah. a character he I, I also probably... played. <laughs> yeah. So I it, agree. It's a very it's a very wide range, but that is, I guess, like you said, it's outside the box, so I guess that's good for you to be on there. Um, what are you looking to do next?
1: Well, next inside my marriage is going on tour, um, so that's what's in store for that. And also, I'm planning a anti-bullying rally. Um, so, as far as next immediately, it would be the anti-bullying rally. And it was awesome that you brought up, you know, not people, you know, wanting to put you in a box and not really trying to explore different avenues because that's one thing that the anti-bullying is about is, you know, don't be afraid to be you. Be the change. Don't be ordinary. You can be anything that you want to be. And it's about reaching out to the young people because there's so much violence and social media makes them think that they have to be this certain way or, you know, just... It's just so much different from when I was growing up and I'm only 33, so...
0: (laughs) I'm the same age uh, Well I'm a little I'm one younger But It's Here's the thing I actually was talking about this yesterday And it, when we were coming up it Everything that you seen Was what everybody else saw though You know It was only like There's 48 channels on television You know, there was there was eight shows that came on. You know, Fresh Prince came on, Home Improvement, Martin. There's like there was everybody was watching. There was only that stuff, and it only came on one time. So either you watched it or you didn't. If you had a TV, you had a TV, and if you had a TV, you saw the same thing that everybody else. Everybody else was. There was no computers. Yeah, there's no computers, there was no anything. It was just like, this is what's on, this is what we watch. There was no, like, you can't, you know, you flip through those channels, to that TV Guide channel where it has the, you know, the thing moving up and down where you have to wait to see what was coming on, Channel 48. You better hope Mm -hmm. it's not on Channel 2 already. It just floats through up there, and you're like, oh, just waiting to see. But everybody watched the same (laughs) stuff, and now the with the youtubes and everything there's like a million a million things that you could be looking at at one time and everybody's kind of on it or trying to be a part of it which is is the weirdest thing because like when we were kids and that's why watching that you had to like if you wanted to be on tv you had to go get on a show that was on tv Exactly, now, you have to
1: travel. <laughs> if you
0: have a cell phone, you can make a video and put it on YouTube of you doing nothing. And that other kids will watch noise. it. Yeah. And, ch- and it's like, so it kind of dilutes the stuff where you're like, hey, this is real or this isn't or this is just somebody doing it where everybody's like, yo, I'm on TV because I'm on YouTube. And Mm -hmm. I don't care, you know, and that's why they don't care about the other stuff where they kind of miss some of the stuff where you're like, this is well produced and this is done in a proper manner. And they're like, meh, I kind of like the other one with that guy doing that stupid thing. That was funny.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So I think it misses out. But it also is very, very different than whenever, obviously, before the, the big Internet age and the front facing cell phones. Yeah,
1: and the, the bullying that we had back then was, you know, we we have a disagreement, we fight about it, and we might be friends, you know, a week or two later. Nowadays, kids are just, it, it's a lot worse, you know, and it, it's just different because of the internet access, because... You can get into a disagreement back when I was younger with somebody in the neighborhood. You might have a little fight in the neighborhood, and that was just it. You know, right. or the neighborhood knew about it, but now everybody wants to go live. So it's like once things like that happen, they feel like their lives are destroyed. Like it's something it that they
0: can't come it. back
1: from. And right. that causes that unfortunate suicide rate that we're dealing with right now in our youth. So,
0: and also you, if, bad pride. That's why they got Nipsey. Nipsey had his yeah. guy came up there. He said, "You're a snitch." He felt bad. The dude felt bad about stuff. I'm gonna kill you then. I don't He's want you telling people him. that because it looks bad on my name, and everybody is is everywhere. I also think though ours was not as bad because, like, even with you know, with the like when you called somebody, you, nobody really called gay people gay back in the day. You know, like, when we said gay in in 1996, it wasn't because somebody was actually, like, we weren't making fun of somebody for being gay. Like, that was just a a stupid a word joke. to like yeah, oh, ha, ha, yeah. a joke
1: oh yeah, <laughs> you are you're like what you' like, like that,
0: yeah yeah Greg's really gay and you're like, well, oh, that's not funny you're like we don't want to make fun of him that's like you don't you don't make that joke you like but yeah, but Bob's gay you saw what he did though yesterday, right? And you're like, well, yeah, but that's not you know, and that's that's a big thing now is because people got oversensitive, I think and, and over if you ever watch the Chappelle show. You were, that came out in 04, 05. If you watch some of those episodes, ridiculously inappropriate, but it was funny at the time because people weren't taking it that seriously. There was like a time right before, I don't know when it picked back up, but there, I swear there was a point where just like, nobody was really kind of pointing out all the race issues and all the bullying stuff and all that. Like, you were, <laughs> Fresh Prince used to come on, on, on Saturday nights on, our TGIF, Fresh Prince, Home Improvement, the other two show, uh Steve Urkel, and then the other show, no one was like, oh, it's 50% black, 50% white, because that's how it should be, they're just like, these are the shows, you watch them, this is what you're watching on TV, it had nothing to do with any of that for like, a certain period, and then, all of a sudden it came, you know, started getting, I think, I guess with the with a lot of the police stuff and things like that, it started to really pick back up. But like it it like for a minute though, it was kinda cool. And then pff, <laughs> you know what I mean? Early two thousands. It was kinda cool. Like hip hop was jumping and it was like it was kinda cool. Like no one was saying nothing. Chappelle show was hilarious. He did a it was a,
1: almost like a seventies Peace festival. Yeah, he a did while, a huh? he did a
0: black he did a black white supremacist joke. And nobody rioted in the streets. It was just like <laughs> that's funny. Because it's a joke, and everybody yeah. got it was a joke, and nobody ever said Fresh Prince. You know what I mean? That was a black show. You ask yeah. white people that grew up in the nineties, they're like, "Yo, first uh, yo, rest in peace, Uncle Phil." Y'all heard the J Cole song. <laughs> you know, nobody ever put it that way, which is why it was really funny. Like, no one said that. Like, that was just not a thing. And now all of a sudden, it become like it's back again. Like, it, like it worse than it was before. It just, it, it blows my mind.
1: Times. Yeah. C- times has caused it to be this way. Um right. Like you said, it's a lot of police brutality and it's a lot of crazy stuff just happening now. And I think, I mean, it, it's just a bunch of hate rolling around. And, you know, it's not even so much of just a, a race thing, but it could be any type thing. It, it's like everybody's just you know, selfish or kind of idle, like, you know, what I think is more important, or as long as I got enough people who are in agreement with me, then that's right, or, you know, just, and it it causes so much, you know, nobody really genuinely loves like they used to. Once we understand that we're all just humans and we're all just trying to figure it out, then it'll be okay, but everybody's pointing a finger. So I think that's what a lot of the problem is. Everybody wants somebody to blame instead of us just saying, okay, what are we going to do?
0: I think we're the only country that does that, though, which is why it throws me off, because even when you see, like, people in England, like, they'll do, like, the blackface thing, and then people are like, whoa, that's super racist, and they're like, I don't understand why is this racist, and you're like, because white people have been killing black people like in America? And you're like, dude, we, have they been doing that? Like, we didn't do that over here, like, where the, is that what they is that what this means? And They, they don't even get it. You know, and that's I mean, why I'm like... I England
1: has their own set of violence. It may not be that, you no, know. I, I get that. I'm I just saying, that, like, just,
0: the other countries that have mixed races don't, like... Like, you don't see, Look like, at
1: racism. Right, yeah. but
0: their country is... But they're, like, they see American racism as white people versus black people, where they're like, dude, I know the guy down the street who's a black dude. He's from England. I don't understand. What do you mean? Like, he, just because he's black, he's not... Like, he's from England. And I think we're the only country who does that where we just, like, because where your ancestors were from, you're like, everybody that lives in America right now that doesn't have a visa or a passport is from America. Like, we're American. You have, we all have races, but we're all American. And, like, at some point, that was the point at the beginning. It was like, yo, there's going to be a whole bunch of different countries coming here to be one place. And you're like, yeah, that's called America. And you're like, nope. You got to stay, you know, you're over there, we're, you know, we're Dominican, we're Puerto Rican, we're white, we're black, you know, and I'm mixed, so I don't, you know, I see both sides of, obviously, in in real life, I've seen both sides coming up in the 80s, you know, I was born in the 80s, like, that was not a cool thing to be a mixed kid at back then, like, Very, very controversial (laughs) for (laughs) both sides.
1: If you dig a little deeper in it, just think about it. It's not just even on color because racism, the definition of racism is just a prejudice or a discrimination. But we're all from here at this point. People will just love each other more and not just discriminate against someone else because it's, you know, they're different. Right. That, that goes back to the bullying. Not if, if kids didn't pick at this child just because they didn't have the same kind of shoes or, right. or this adult didn't like this adult because she didn't have the same kind of hair. You know, let's be but real. Wh- well, if, I, that's think, why
0: I could never wrap my mind around why you care that much about somebody else that has nothing to do with you, which is like, I just think people are bored.
1: And that's a form of racism. That right. that's prejudice, That's discrimination. So if it's just, if we look at the bigger picture and just kind of people stop, you know, I guess maybe just pointing the finger, they'll realize that it's just bigger than what they're trying to make us believe it is. If we bring back unity and stop just fighting, like, it's just crazy. Let everybody be who they are. Be the change. Be you.
0: I think you should live in your... Everyone should be in their own bubble. Like, if it doesn't affect you personally, why are you, you know, why why are you out, like... You know, like protesting people getting abortions or something like that's a different story. But like, you have time to do that. Like, are, if you're not doing it, why are you spending so much time and effort to like? You shouldn't do that. Like, why the hell do? You, why is you care what somebody else does? Which is well, my thing. I if it's not affecting say you, that
1: because that's that's having a passion. But well, depending on the circumstances and what you're standing for, I, I think that that's a different. You know, that's a different approach because that people should come together for certain things, you know, but but it should be positive things, it should be things that are really, really going to make a a positive impact on whatever the outcome is supposed to be. That's right. So, we should care about, you know, coming out and and coming together for certain things, but I think we just sometimes put too much attention on the negative Negative. things. I'm guilty of that myself. Yeah, but if we, you know, I've been there. I, I'm I'm right. real now. I'm no, a that's person. Yeah, no,
0: that's good <laughs> No, That's honest. You definitely honest. That's that's just why I just always wonder. I'm like, dude, if you put this much energy into like doing something else, something of, positive, telling somebody like you shouldn't be allowed to get married because you're gay, or you shouldn't be allowed to smoke cigarettes, and you shouldn't be allowed to have what, like you, like, dude leave these people like leave people alone you should be trying to help the homeless people or you know get the kids out of, of abusive situations or you know and those kind of things you could spend that same amount of effort on those same things and not like just really like oh i would just want to shame somebody right now like you shouldn't be doing yeah, this i'm better you really than can, you i mean
1: go fight for him you, you don't have to be seen to right. make a big issue about it if it's a big issue that you're really concerned about at heart and i mean of course it may be a a touchy subject like being homosexual and 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 you know sometimes being transgender or whatever the topics is that are the main issues nowadays or being a racist if those are things that are really sensitive wherever you are and you feel passionate about it maybe you just have to pray about approaching it and sometimes right. you're not supposed to approach it sometimes prayer will do the very thing it needs to do and and change whatever it is that makes you uncomfortable about the situation
0: yeah so i just feel it's more riot style to come out on somebody like positive protest 100 percent, and obviously about like if something's injustice i get that but like you can't say like you know people doing things with their own bodies or whatever like I, like Who really cares? Like don't, you know what I mean? Why should I care? If you wanna go, and I'm gonna say this inappropriately, and I'm not and I shouldn't, but Dave Chappelle was doing the joke, which is what he got trouble for. He's like, if you wanna go get your junk cut off, man, like, hey, that's your thing. (laughs) Like, like, yo. And I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, listen, I don't I have no opinion one way or the other. (laughs) Like it's weird to me, but I'm not going to go make a sign and tell you not to do it. If that's what you want to do, like, go do it. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be there with you doing it. Like, so what the, like, why does it have anything to do with me? Hey, just
1: live. I mean, you got to give account for your own life. Right. That's what I'm
0: saying. You got to be centered around yourself. Self-centered, which is what uh, Los was saying the other day, which was he said, sometimes people tell you not to be, certain things selfish self-centered but he said you should always be self-centered because that means you're centered around self which means that you have yourself centered he said how are you going to help someone else if you're not centered yourself
1: that's why right. you got to be grounded you got to right. know you first
0: and that's you know what i mean and that's why instead of like everybody's so worried about this so you're like dude what's going on with you know with yourself and how much stuff do you really like Took time out to really try to make someone else feel bad, and I think that you know, it is some people do it in in the name you're you're a your religious person. Some people do it in the name of that, where they're like, "Oh, I yeah, went out to, to, to shame girl. somebody because I'm ho- like that's that's not what that should be about." I don't think you know.
1: You gotta
0: tell them the truth, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's you know holier than thou or whatever. But you know everybody's gonna do you know their thing, and I I think at the end of the day, most people should just mind their own business, you know. Unless, unless like you said, positive things are on that. We're not we're not saying that. Definitely, you know, what I'm saying people should be standing up for equal rights and and things like that for everybody. And, and those certain things need to be protested, but certain things do not need to be protested, and that's. Just like a simple fact of life, like stay your ass at home. If you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Stop writing signs.
1: Mama, that's what, that's what <laughs> them always used to say, "If you yep. don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all."
0: Yeah, stop writing angry signs at people. But uh, let's get back into um, some of your stuff. We got a few minutes left here. Do you have um, anything that you want to promote that you have coming up? Um, I know you said you have. Um, You guys are going on tour with the Inside My Marriage. When is uh, that going down?
1: Uh, We have yet to receive a specific date of takeoff, but um, it has been mentioned to be very, very soon. So we're having to prepare while we're at home, you know, practicing the scripts, making sure we're comfortable with the characters um, and also preparing for a larger audience. So there's no set date, but we're always told to be on ready with that.
0: That's awesome. And you said you have your event that you, um, your second annual you did this year?
1: Yes. Um, One Accord Youth Explosion. It's an event I have at my church. It consists of praise dancing, singing, um, rap, gospel, hip-hop rap, um, poetry, spoken word, um, just influence and encouraging, you know, just reaching out to younger people by being Their peers, sort of say, not so much as the older generation having an event, but it's like people that are ranging from I have babies dancing from the age of three to, you know, people singing from the ages of six to seven and going all the way up to about the age of 30. So, not so much as having the older generation actually doing the event but it's like about younger people pulling into younger people them just setting an example um and it's just however they decide to display their talent or their gift it's we just come on one accord and allow them to do that
0: that's awesome also with the dancing too i see that you do some praise dancing huh
1: i do i do um i, I actually enjoy it. it wasn't something that i initially wanted to do but once i began doing it i i do enjoy
0: it did it start with the singing and then you kinda were like I don't wanna say uh, like I don't wanna say like oh I got the Holy Ghost or whatever. you did do like you start <laughs> it's not <laughs> just because it's gospel doesn't mean but I would have said that if it was different type of reason. But did you feel just like you were you like kinda like I like to sing the music and kinda got the flow with you know how when sometimes when you start singing you kinda move your hands and then it kinda Kinda of starts to get into it a little bit to catch your notes and stuff. Is that where it came from? Or do you feel like it was just the music was more than like instead of singing, you were like, I would like to kinda of move to this. Um, well
1: I am one of those people that even move their hands when they talk.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Straight, I was just, I just doing it too. <laughs> I was definitely just doing it too. You can't see me, but I was totally just moving my hands all the whole time. I was I was doing, like, waving signals like I was landing an airplane, definitely in here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm one of those people that move my hands when I'm singing, but um, actually praise dancing was just something that my, um, I joined a new church, and when I joined that church, my pastor kind of pushed me into it, and in the beginning, I told her, no, no, I don't want to do that, and mm-hmm. she was like, I-, I think you'll like it, you know, kind of encouraged me to go on into it, and. Once I tried it the first time, I was like, oh, wow. You Absolutely. know, it was different because it wasn't so much of having to hold the right note or, you know, don't go out of pitch or, <laughs> you know. Just it freedom. Was just... <laughs> <laughs> I could float because I love music in general. Mm. It, was, it was just another way that I could express my love for music right. and not just having to worry about being almost, I guess you would say, perfect in the notes and not sounding bad.
0: I would like to point something else off. Um, I've realized that there's a consistency here in a few things that you have told me, which is you seem to be pushed into a lot of these uh, other side of things outside of music. Um, (laughs) You think that is, and it's really funny because you have the big church blood. Do you feel like that is, um, that's like a, a God kind of inspiration thing to you know kind of that um like divine intervention definitely
1: got inspired um I was personally inspired to step out of the box mm-hmm. um it, it, it was just something that you know you know how you would when you're a little kid you might sit down in front of the tv in Indian style and you'll see something on there and you're like I can do that Right. Like Right. I was that little kid that felt that way about everything. <laughs> <laughs> if it was ice skating, I'm like, oh, wow, I can do that. If it was basketball, I was like, oh, wow, I can do that. Granted, I'm horrible at basketball. Oh, but it, it was just like <laughs> I was that kid that would just sit down and feel like I can do that. And as long as I was really, really passionate about it, that's one thing I did learn along the way. Things that I really weren't that passionate about that I just might have had that moment of, oh, I can do that didn't ever work out too well but as long as it was something that I was passionate about I was actually good at everything that I said I can do that wow. well, <laughs> because I write poetry um my intentions are to write a book um okay. I actually started working on it as far as the prolude, prologue I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly I, I don't know
0: either I can't <laughs> correct you I'm just gonna say it's right I get you yeah that's right <laughs>
1: So um, I'm just one of those people that as long as it's something positive and I'm passionate about it and I feel like I can really do that, I'll do it. I love music and I think everything will come back to the core of music because life itself is a rhythm. Regardless of what you're doing, how you're doing it, life itself is a rhythm. So I always have that passion for music, but hey, I'm, I'm out of the box. I'm ready to explore. As long as I got my guards around me, I'm ready to explore.
0: Awesome. Well, we are at 829. We got Elise Nicole. is that is that correct? Alicia or Elisa?
1: You are awesome. Most people try and say Alicia and you said it perfect the first time. Alicia. So I want to give you a round of
0: applause. <laughs> <look>. <laughs> I wanted to ask you that before the show, but you were on. We already started before you got on. But, um, oh okay. Yeah. Well, it it let's, is
1: Alicia Nicole. Alicia Nicole. <laughs>
0: so let's get um let's get these applause on for Alicia Nicole. And also can you give them where they can find you on your social media and things in case people want to check you out?
1: You know what, really one location, if you look on Facebook, Facebook has my Instagram, it has my Twitter, um, right. uh, I do emails, it has my email as well, so honestly, one click into Facebook and you have access to everything, so you don't have to go to a whole bunch of different media sites or anything like that.
0: Awesome. And also, you guys can check out the, e, uh, the EM, Enterprise, Enterprise Management,
1: Management um, also, And you guys definitely. can check her out over there.
0: Well, thank you, thank you for being on our show tonight and we appreciate it so we got to get out of here
1: before i get off i want to oh. do one last shout out oh, i want to shout out my church
0: okay hold <laughs> pastor
1: peggy hold zellers on. Some more claps, at Mary. solomon pool ministries you have in to... Lincoln, georgia
0: go ahead let's start the clap do it one more time the i'm sorry
1: uh, I, before we end it i just want to shout out my church by pastor peggy zellers in lincolnson georgia solomon pool deliverance ministries church of intensive care just wanted
0: to give that shout-out. <laughs> and shout-out EM Management, Enterprise Management. Hey, shout Enterprise out. Management, of course. Yes, I gave them a
1: shout-out. I don't know if you had already caught oh, that. We did,
0: dope. JT did. and everybody over there. This is FXBGPublicRadio.com. Below the deck, I'm Nick. As always, we'll catch you next Tuesday out on our show. Yes, sir.
1: Have a great night.
0: Thanks, you too. Hey, EK.
1: Bye. Bye, Nick.
0: Bye. You want to hit my buttons?